What's going on? Happy uh, Friday as we are posting this onto the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I assume a lot of you will be listening over the weekend, and we do have a treat for you today. I'm excited. Um, earlier this um, morning, I sat down and talked, well, obviously over the phone, with Iowa State head football coach Matt Campbell about what the program is doing during these trying times and just um, some, if, if you've heard, being coach before we often will dive into other things philosophy leadership business all those things that we're interested in together and we do a lot of that as you know the whole world is kind of working together to to defeat the coronavirus and COVID-19 and uh, I think Matt gives some great perspective and uh, wouldn't expect anything less but today's podcast I want to give a shout out to our friends at the Iowa State University Foundation they've got a great campaign going on right now it's called Cyclone Strong and Cyclone Fanatic is jumping in on their cause so basically I mean if you think about it there's a lot of like international type students who are stuck on campus right now and they can't have jobs they they need help they need help just for groceries and uh, paying their rent and all that stuff. The Iowa State University Foundation has a Cyclone Strong campaign right now where you can give, um, just go to the Iowa State University Foundation's website and you can give money to, and give these donations to help these students who are on campus right now. It's really a cool thing. And we just put out a new brand of shirts it's called cyclones helping cyclones and we are giving the proceeds from these shirt sales to the foundation to help those affected and those who are on campus and really just stuck right now with not a lot of hope and uh, so these if you buy one of these shirts the proceeds after you know our cost of printing and sending them out all that stuff the proceeds will be going to actual students on Iowa State University's campus through the Iowa State University Foundation and their Cyclone Strong campaign. So you can learn more about that. Again, go to the foundation's website, foundation.iastate.edu, and uh, you can get more information if you would like more info on that. But again, uh, today's podcast, I talked with Iowa State head football coach Matt Campbell. We start off with heavy on you know what the football program is like during this time and then we get more into uh the other stuff as far as you know what what coach and his family have been doing to occupy time and uh you get to know a little bit more about coach the man himself so here we go uh my recent conversation with iowa state head football coach matt campbell here on the cyclone fanatic podcast network so when all this stuff started to go down uh one of the first people i thought of was iowa state's head football coach matt campbell and um, we've texted a few times but i haven't really gotten to talk to him i was it it first coach um first of all thank you for um taking time away from your family today to to talk but when all this first started to happen i was like man what's campbell gonna do like campbell's so like regimented you you seem like a very scheduled individual you seem very um organized and i was like i don't want to say i was worried about you man but i was like what is, like how is campbell going to to handle this how what have you what have you been up to man have, yeah. you, been, have well, you been staying busy <laughs> yeah well first of all thanks for having me on chris and and you know um 
Hey, it, it's been a fascinating journey, to be honest with you. And I know it has for everybody listening and everybody out there. And, you know, I, I think from my end of it, it has been, um, I think, uh, opportunity, quite honestly, as I looked at it, is the opportunity to grow. And, you know, we kind of had, we, we caught, you know, we kind of went into this at a really unique time, obviously we were on the front end of what would have been our spring break. And, um, you know, I think we, we really kind of had a pulse of what was happening that Thursday before our football team was, was ready to head out to spring break. And, you know, our coaches were ready to leave. And so, you know, I, I, um, with our football team, I think it at least gave us a little chance to lay the groundwork that, Hey, we were going to have to find a new normal here for a while. And we were going to have to come up with a great plan of figuring that out. And, you know, once you guys get done with spring break, we'll have an idea of what that looks like and feels like. And then, you know, with our coaches, it was that, that same opportunity to be able to, um, you know, kind of create a new normal. And, you know, my, my challenge to our staff a little bit in our last staff meeting before we left was, you know, one of the things that I had to look at it as a positive was, we're going to have some time apart right now. And the biggest thing that I felt like that we've got the opportunity to do is to get better. And, you know, in a way it was almost an opportunity, you know, and for, for, for all of us get better at something, whether, you know, in our world, it's always going a hundred miles an hour. We never have a chance to step back and evaluate our processes or evaluate us. And, you know, it's like I told our staff, maybe it's some of us, we got to be better fathers. We got to be better husbands because of what we've been going a hundred miles an hour. Maybe it's, we got to be a better coach with our players in its player relationship or a better technician or at X's and O's, but whatever it is, this is going to give us an opportunity that if we play our cards right and we really do our due diligence and evaluate ourselves, it's going to give us a chance to grow and get better. And, um, you know, so I, I, I've really looked at it as a positive and, you know, we, we, we took a week there during spring break to, um, create our new normal. Um, and then we've been just pounding away at it for the last couple of weeks. And, and, you know, I think a lot of that new normal has, has been centered around, you know, taking care of our players, um, you know, their health and their safety and their well being, and then finding a way for them to get better academically and athletically. And, I'll be honest with you, I've really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I think it's allowed us to be more intimate. Um, it's allowed us to have great conversation. And, um, you know, it, it's been an area where I feel like we've been able to just grow. And, um, you know, I think the challenge will be continuing to grow as tough times continue to come our way. But, boy, if there's a line of communication and you're continuing to build trust within the organization and with your people, then I think you can thrive through anything. So have you just been using, like, FaceTime or Zoom or like a, one of those, you know, just new technology to communicate with these guys? Yeah, you know, we, we really have. Um, you know, we, we've actually staff met every morning, um, you know, through the last couple of weeks. And we've done it through, you know, a, a really a Zoom app that we're able to, to use um, as a staff, which has been great. Um, and then, you know, really we kind of divided up our team and each coach having a, a responsibility for, you know, a group of players and, you know, just having a personal touch with each one of our kids on a day in day out basis. And, you know, and, and then doing the same thing in, in some of the other areas, academics is doing the same thing 
with our kids, uh, strength and conditioning, doing the same thing with our kids. And so, you know, having the ability to connect with them, see them. And then, you know, we kind of gradually move then into some group settings this week where, you know, doing some position meetings and just connecting with our kids. And I think that's, I know it's, it's, you know, this word of like social distancing, but I, I, I almost feel like it's, you know, I read a great thing. It's, it should be called physical distancing, and but staying socially connected. And I think this ability for our kids to, to stay connected in a world right now that almost wants to create isolation, you know, and is forcing you to create isolation. You know, I, I still think that connection is critical. And I think we've done a really good job of finding unique ways to be able to do that with our team. I, I have a theory, and I, I have no idea, and we won't know for months if this is going to be true or not, but you've you've been there where you, two times – well, one, really, where you became the head coach of a brand-new program. With Toledo, you were promoted. But, um, like, is how, – how much more difficult would this be – go back to, like, 2016 when you're starting at Iowa State. Like, I just – I feel like the – programs right now with like established cultures and like you you talk a lot about player driven leadership I mean you've got a much more veteran team now than you did even a year ago I don't want to say you have an advantage because everybody's kind of playing on the same playing field here but how much more difficult would it be Matt for you in like year one or even year two of your program to go through something like this compared to where the program is at right now well, I, I, again, I, I think if you believe that culture is important and that creating great habits daily are critical to success, then I think that, you know, what I would tell you, I think it's imperative. And in our program, which is, is very much built on culture and creating great habits and, you know, and, and having a process to become the best version of yourself, that it, it, it's it's probably, it's, it's a huge indicator for us, you know, and I, I told our team, like, I, I, I almost was thrilled for this challenge of, you know what, like, <laughs> we faced so much adversity over the last four years here, and we've had to handle adversity and learn how to handle adversity, and we failed and we've succeeded with it at times, but we've grown from it every time. And what an, another amazing test for our culture is, you know, because somebody's going to, you know, we're, we're going to get back to normal as a society. And I think this has, has the ability, you know, to be said in everything in life, like somebody's going to thrive through this. Some, some team, some sports team's going to have the ability to stay the course and stay connected and continue to push forward. And so you know, I think it would have been really hard for us to do that in year one and two because we were just building the fabrics of what our daily habits look like to be successful, um, who we really were, what we stood for. And, you know, again, I, I really believe in the last two years, we've just continued to pound away at that process. And yes, sometimes the results have been positive and sometimes, you know, maybe the results weren't exactly what we wanted, but man, we've continued to grow. And, um, you know, to me, I, I, I told our team, like, we got the ability to thrive through this. And, you know, I've been really proud of how we have since. But I, I do agree with you, Chris. I think we would have really struggled early on in, in our tenure to be able to to be able to work through this just because the habits and the expectations had not been set in stone um, like they are maybe today in our program. How, how has this whole process, like, affected the 
recruiting trail because so much more recruiting is done right now. I mean, back, I remember back in the old days when I started, it was all about camps, right? You had to get guys on camps and then that's really where it picked up. And then they would sign, um, on, on the national signing day. Well, now we have the new signing period a lot. I mean, a lot of these classes will be full before camps even start. Like this is generally a very busy time for you. I mean, you're going through spring, but I I guess how, how, is it just using the technology? Are you on the phone more? What, what what have you seen from where you sit? Yeah, honestly, I've loved it. (laughs) I mean, to me, I think it's made us better recruiters. Um, it's forced us to be new and creative and innovative in recruiting. And, you know, I, I think again, it's, a, it's given us a chance to really grow. Like number one, our own system internally of evaluation. It's, uh, it's really, um, I said this to our staff, it's almost, you know, if you were a division three football coach, you, you had to, you used to have to recruit, not leaving your campus. And, you know, like there's a really good chance that we're going to sign this signing class with, without, without a camp, you know, in the summer, without going to see these guys in the spring. And let's not use this as an excuse of why we wouldn't have a great class, but let's use this as an advantage to man, watch more film, watch, continue to watch game film, have great conversations. You know, I think, you know, I, 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 I thoroughly enjoyed the opportunity to maybe get on zoom calls with parents at night and players. And you can see how a young man interacts with his mom and his dad or with his mom or how he interacts and answers questions can tell you a lot about what his character is and who he is. And, you know, be honest with you, I feel like just in even our our three week setting, we've learned more about kids and we've been more thorough in recruiting than maybe we ever have. And so to me, I've almost enjoyed it more than, than, um, you know, more than a lot of, a lot of times in recruiting because it's allowed what I really love. And that's the ability to, to find out what makes a young person tick. What's their, why do they fit our culture? And, and then really kind of ingraining, I, I love watching video. So now I get to really watch, maybe it's now watching three or four games rather than just one or two games or just a highlight video. And you can really figure out, you know, where does this guy fit? Is this a is this person a great fit for your program? So, you know, I, I think what you're doing right now is really what you would have done in spring and in the summer combined. And you just got to find you know unique ways to evaluate some of the m- metrics that you would evaluate in a camp setting or you would evaluate it um, honestly in the spring recruiting trail. And so um, that's really been our thought process, and it, uh, it's really been enjoyable to be honest. All right, you've been um, so have you like left your house? Are you just stuck? Are you just at home twenty four seven? Yeah, my wife's not letting anybody leave. So no, we're I, I'm twenty four seven here. Um, at least now, now we've been out walking and and we've been able to to get outside, but but really have not. Uh, other than that, really haven't left our neighborhood. So what do you like? What's what's the day like for you right now? What time do you wake up? What do you do? How much do you yeah. work? How much are you with kids? How, how are we how yeah. are we doing this? Yeah, well, right, right now, right up around five thirty, you know, I, I still get up and, and work out somehow, some way, um, in the morning. You know, I'll read for about forty five minutes, and then at eight o'clock, we're we're gonna get um, we're gonna get on a on a staff meeting, and kind of get prepared for the day. You know, from about eight to nine thirty, and then from about nine thirty to noon, you know, it's 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 starting in the recruiting world, whether it's watching video. 
um, whether it's connecting with our own players and whether it's setting up, you know, the evening phone calls with some of our recruits personally. And then, you know, my, my, the, the best positive for me is 12 to one has kind of been my, like, I'm in charge of recess with the Campbell kids. Hmm. So, you know, my wife's been kind of like teaching. We've had a school setting here from in the mornings, kids are up ready to rock and roll and starting school around nine. And, I'm I'm in charge of recess, so we've been learning how to we've learning how to win. We've been learning how to lose. Um, <laughs> we've been learning how to compete, which has been you know every day usually ends with somebody crying by about one o'clock, and then uh, <laughs> and then I go back to work and hand them off to my wife till dinner time about five o'clock. So you know that's kind of been our new normal. And about one to five, it's been uh, again back to recruiting. You know, watching a little bit of football video. And, um, and then really, you know, kind of trying to put, make sure we're, we're doing everything with our own players that, that possibly needs to get done. So what is, what does recess consist of? Well, you know, for the first week and a half, we were in, in basketball, you know, we got one of those adjustable hoops outside. So, you know, it's, it's, it's been, uh, it's been three on three, me, my six year old and four year old versus my, uh, 10, 12 year old daughter and my wife. And, so that's been fascinating to watch the competition of that fester. Um, and then we've kind of moved on to, we've kind of moved on to some batting practice here over the last couple of days in terms of we got the ball, the bat and the balls out. We've been doing that. And then we've got a nice little hill in the backyard and every day ends with a, you know, some hill sprints. So, you know, I'm, I, it's been good. Yeah, you know what? We're trying to get it done and accomplished here in the Campbell house, but, uh, and really, just trying to wear them out, Chris, so they go to bed at a decent time at night. I'm, I'm, I hear you there. I've, um, so my wife has still been working a lot. She's actually worked more because there's other people. The clinic is open. Obviously, they're considered essential, and yeah. um, so she's been in there a lot more than she normally is because of uh, just other circumstances there. Anyways, I've, um, I've really had to adopt the wearing them out thing with the five year old. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. You got to get Cammy on the hill. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, we've been throwing her in the, what I've, what I had started to do with the last couple of days is I throw her in the backyard with the dog and yeah. basically just tell her to chase the dog. And then that fires <laughs> him up and he starts chasing her and she's running. Yeah. It's uh, boy, you're yeah. killing two birds with one stone right there. <laughs> <laughs> you're not kidding, but it is, uh, it's, it's like this um, fascinating social experiment that everybody Cause there's so many people that are still, you know, working like I, like I'm trying yeah. to do, I'm trying to run a company and do a radio show and, um, watch a six month old and a five year old yeah. at the same time. And there's just so many people who are trying to like establish this new normal, like you're talking no about. Doubt. No. And, and, and honestly, I, I, I know I, I'm probably more of an optimist in a lot of things, but I, I think the thing that I've enjoyed and you take for granted, and, and I think you know this too, because I know how you work. Is is you know that that ability to be home and be connected and be present, and you know I think it's forcing us to do that. You know whether it's with your wife or with it's your kids or you know I, I think it's forcing some of those things that you do take for granted in the in the pace of life that we live and we go and 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 you know I, I think those are things that. I've seen as positive, but I certainly also look out there and I see the real challenges too. And, um, you know, I, I think that's a fine balance, but I, I know from my end, it, the, the value of, of at least being home and being present in, in my family's life, 
um, there's been some real joy and, and some real growth for me, quite honestly. And, and I've really enjoyed that. I'm, I'm the same way. I, I, let me ask you this, like just philosophically. So you said earlier, and I, I wholeheartedly agree, like we're going to get back to normal at some point. We don't know when, but at some point. Do you yep. do you think, though, that like we're going to have real changes in not only society, but like our line of work, like the, the athletics line of work? And, or do you think that like, oh, in two years, like it's all going to go back to normal? Or do you think that we can all like as a society take like the positives from this and maybe, I don't know, use that to grow once this is all over and appreciate things more and just, you know, maybe change things up a little bit. No, I, I, I think it's going to create a lot of change. And I, I think you, I think people are going to create a new way of normal of doing things that maybe are a lot more highly efficient um, and more highly successful in terms of this time, because it's demanding that that happen. And I, I, I really feel, you know, that it's going to be fascinating to see when our, when what we perceive as normal come back, the type of lifestyle that, that comes back with it. And what are the, what are the social changes? What are the, what are the changes from a positive that come with it? And I, I, I really do. I just think this time is, is forcing a society that goes at warp speed to take a step back and really evaluate because that's all you have is you have the time to sit and evaluate. And, you know, and, and like, like I said earlier, I think some people will really take this and some industries will take this time and they'll get better and they'll find a more efficient way to do things. They'll find a way to get better. And those are the people that'll thrive and create the changes that are going to be really positive going forward. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm fascinated by what, when we come out of this, what, when we get back to what normal has, has maybe at least looked like as we know normal, what kind of changes are going to be created into this new normal that we begin to live in. So you, you tipped me off to the book stillness is the key. It was the last time Hmm. we we got together that, um, I was finishing that right as this started. (laughs) And that it, it was kind of eerie, like the message of that book compared to what we're doing now. I mean, Chris, the the last the last section of it of stillness is the key. And to be honest with you, I went back the first week that this started and reread the book. And oh wow, um, it is it's eerie. That book is powerful, and and you know, I I, I, I for whatever reason, I love, and like I said, I love to read and, and it's one of my great joys in life. And, you know, that book has been like, I, I actually ordered it for our staff and, you know, it made sure that everybody got it because I think it, it almost explains this ability to personally grow with these times. And, um, yeah, one of the best books I've read in a long time and almost exactly fitting. And I would recommend it to anybody you know, that's listening to it to us right now that's struggling or trying to find a, a, a positive way through this. I think it's a, it's a really powerful read. Yeah. I mean, it, it basically to, to sum it up, I mean, like the, the biggest takeaway I had from it is our lives are so chaotic that we don't ever take time to just sit there and, and process. Right. Right. And, and right. And, and I think no doubt. And I think the ability to connect ourselves mentally, spiritually, physically to be the best version of ourselves every day. 
and how critical that is to our success. And, and, and then what is success <laughs> and how do you define success? And I, I think, uh, a book that ties all those areas together, um, you know, and, and I, I, it was, again, it was a book for me that I read towards the end of our football season that was a steadying ship for me. And, you know, I think one that I, I revisited as soon as this, this started to come, because I think it allowed me to really, it allowed me to really evaluate myself and steady the ship. So what else have you been reading or watching? Well, did you, did you turn on Tiger King yet? Like I told you to? Not yet, but, uh, but I, I, man, I see the hype around it. And so, so we'll get there at some point. I, okay. I can promise you that okay. I can promise you, you know, the books wise I've been right now, I'm deep in sacred hoops by Phil Jackson. Um, so oh, nice. I, I, um, you know, it's been a great read so far, which, which is going to get me going. I know for this Michael Jordan, uh, yes. 10 P series that's coming, but, but it's been a great book so far. Um, I, I, I finished what makes the great great by Dennis Kimbrough, which I thought was a really, really good book. And, um, you know, for anybody out there inside out coaching by Joe Ehrman, um, two books that I thought were, were outstanding and, um, you know, right now on sacred hoops. So, so that's kind of my reading, reading thoughts. Um, and then in the world of, of, any sort of television really where we've been as a, as a Campbell family, it's been, uh, you know, probably Amazon prime and, and it's been, uh, Steve Urkel. And, wow. uh, so that's, um, let me, let me tell you family. I, what is it? Family matters. I think yeah. family matters. And what are we on season? Go uh, heading on to season four, but you know, for, for the Campbell kids, it's been, uh, it's been a blast, great series. Well done. And so we usually get two or three of those a night. So this is fascinating to me. Like, okay, so I'll like try and show Cameron a like movie from like my childhood and she'll yeah. oftentimes look at it like, well, this is, this is horrible. Like the, like a animated one, you know, cause they're, yeah. they're so used to the technology and stuff now. So do your, do your kids like this Urkel, um, translate uh, to today's uh, adolescent, I guess, is the way I would I would put that pose that question. No, it, it has. You know, it's it's been really good. You forget how good you know TGIF used to be back oh, in man. back in the day. Yeah, you know, and, absolutely. And 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 a matter of fact, what we watched in the summer that led us into this was we we watched all the Saved by the Bells. So oh, wow, you know, yeah. So the my girls have thought it was really good. You know, the boys, some of it's a little bit over their head, but they've enjoyed it. But yeah, we that that's where we've been. And then you know, we've been into I, I was never into all these uh, the comic book characters or all these superheroes, but my boys are. So we've been, you know, we were Iron Man one. Um, Spider-Man, we've been hitting all those on the weekend a little bit. So, uh, which have actually been pretty good and they've been good for me to watch, but, uh, yeah, so that, that, that's been our, that's been our watch series as a family a little bit. Okay. Well, when the kids go to bed, you and Erica, you have to do the Tiger King. Yeah, I, 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 I'm fascinated by it. So, so believe me, I'm going to work on that this weekend. Yeah, it's not like, I promise you, you guys will flip it on and you're going to be like, oh, okay, we got to do one more. Before we go to bed, uh, now maybe we got, we got to do. There's only seven of them, so it's not much of a commitment. But it's now it's fascinating. Now is it as is it as good, Chris, as my political series that that I had you watch in terms of Netflix? Um, yeah, yes, 
It is. Okay. And that, that's um, uh, House of Cards that you're referencing. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's just very different because this is, yeah. this is real life, but you're going to watch it and you're not going to believe it's real life. And then yeah. you're going to like want to learn more about this because it's just, it's crazy. It, it will be so crazy to you that like things like this actually exist in our world. All right. I'm into it. But now, now some would say maybe we're living out the real house of cards right now. <laughs> I would think so too. <laughs> yeah. All right. I would think so too. And like, that's how I watched that show because it's how you told me to. And you're like, yeah, think about like what like could be going on behind the scenes. So now like anytime I watch like any of the political stuff, I'm like, all right, who's, yeah. you know, Kevin Spacey behind the scenes right now, pulling, pulling the trigger on this. No doubt. No doubt. Um, okay. So, you've got that going on. We're, we're looking ahead now and there's, there's just a lot of talk on like the season and stuff. I I guess what I'm curious of, and I thought Jamie gave it, we, when we played it on our show and Rob and Jared covered it well yesterday, I thought on Cyclone Fanatic, I thought Jamie had a really nice press conference yesterday, mapped a lot of things out. Um, But we don't really have a clue about, about football season. Are you just, are you planning on like, some normalcy or do you guys have like, are you planning for multiple different scenarios? I guess, how are you, or are you just waiting? Like how is it yeah, leader of a program? I, I think, how do you approach that? Yeah. I think from our end, you, you're, you're, you're just constantly talking about different scenarios, you know? And I, I think the thing that you try not to do is speculate because every day it's changing and every day is a different day. And so you know, I, I think that you have to have the reality, though, to sit back and say, well, our, you know, normal is not coming at the end of April. And, you know, time will tell when or what this is going to look like. And, you know, I think more of our thought processes are, well, geez, if you get back in June or you got back in July, you know, what 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 would you need? How would you have to be able to function and what are some of the things that we're going to have to, what are, are going to be, you know, critical for us to be successful? Um, you know, when, when we get the opportunity that a date gets said that we can bring our kids back to campus and, and, or, you know, a football season is going to occur. So, and again, I'm an optimist. And so I, I, do I believe football is going to get played? I do. Do you have any factor on that? You don't. And, you know, you just keep, I think you always constantly are continuing to try to, you know, maybe, you know, evaluate every situation. But I think we've, we've certainly left of, boy, we're going to get everybody back in May or you're going to get everybody back in April. Um, and, and now just saying, if we get back in June or we get back in July, then we're going to play a football season that's going to start in September. What would that look like? And, and what are some of the things that we would have to be prepared for? That way we, we're not surprised or we're not left in the, left in the dark in terms of, preparing for all those scenarios. So I think that's been a lot of our conversation. And again, that's why even with our own players, how do we make sure we're just getting better? Don't let's not worry about so much about scheme or these things. Let's really put the time on, man, how do we get better in our daily habits? How do we make sure our kids are healthy? How do we make sure, um, you know, we create great routine in their day-to-day life? Because again, the same thing with with our players like um some some teams will some players will and some won't and when this this slow motion 
kicks kicks into gear, it's going to be in fast forward. And those that did will shine and those that didn't will get exposed. And so, you know, I, I think those are things that those are conversations and thoughts that we continue to have within our organization. Yeah. I think you and I, based off of what you just said, kind of view this the same way. Like I, I don't know. I have no idea what it'll look like. I'm not, I'm not a scientist, but I, I am paying close attention to all this. And I, I don't know, Matt, like, I just feel like, I mean, this is the first time in my lifetime, 35, probably for you too. How old are you now? 40? 40, yeah. Like where I can remember everybody who's smart, right? And everybody with money all has the same goal. Like we're we're all trying to figure this thing out as far as like, I don't know if it's a vaccine or like they're dumping every bit of money, all the smart people, we're all working for one thing. And I think it's really easy to, cause right now, like we're, we're, we're on the way up, right? If you believe in in the curve and all that stuff, like it's getting worse by the day. Well, at some point we're going to start going back downhill and like, I don't know, like I'm a big believer in just human, human beings. And when, when you're all working together towards the same cause, like I just, I don't have any science to back this up. I, I have faith though in human ingenuity and in getting something like if it's mass testing, if, if, if it is a vaccine, if it's, you know, antibody responses so we can find out who's had this and all that stuff. I just, I have faith in human beings that we're going to get this figured out and maybe, maybe the football season is a little bit different than normal, but I just, I don't know. I, I can't imagine a world where we're not playing college football next year. No, and I, I, I think the the part for you, Chris, is I'm an optimist too, and I'm a believer in, in a lot of what you said. And, you know, I, I think for, for our society today and, you know, for, for people in our generation and, and, and younger, you know, our grandparents went through really hard things. And our society hasn't, in maybe individually, collectively, we've gone through hard things, but our society, this hasn't had to step up into some of these, what World War II looked like or the Great Depression looked like. And in, in the reality, it's forcing us to come together and it's forcing us to be great citizens and it's forcing us to appreciate the freedoms and, and, and some of the things that we have in this country. And, you know, I, I think the, the reality of it is, is, you know, it's, it's like I told our guys, you know, I think at early on stages for me, it's like, you know, when you're 18 to 40, you sometimes you think you're invincible and until your freedoms get taken away and until you can't control your surroundings, you understand that, that, that invincibility isn't really there. And now all of a sudden uh, it's forcing some of these things to, to really occur. And so I think it's a fascinating time. I think it's, it's exposing leadership, those who will lead and those who won't, um, you know, I think it's, 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 uh, you know, can you be a great citizen? Can you be a great human? You know, what's, what's the human spirit look like? And I'm a big believer in that. So, um, you you know, I, I know that doesn't maybe answer the question of the, how I see the football season looking or what it'll look like, but I, I do, I do know we'll get through this. I know we will, and, and I really believe in in a in a in a total environment, we're going to have the ability to come out at the other side of this better and grow from it in a lot of ways. And so, um, you know, I I just think it's like like I said before, it's a fascinating time. And from a football standpoint, 
you know, whatever, whatever comes of it. And, and I do believe we'll play football at some point, whatever comes of it. Um, you know, that'll be a unique challenge to all of us is to be prepared, um, you know, for that opportunity in, in those times when they come our way. There's part of me that's intrigued by a winter football season in Ames. <laughs> You're exactly right. You're exactly right. So, you know, Frozen we just make sure we get to, yeah, just make sure we get to play those Texas schools early, you know, in that, in that winter season, make sure they're scheduled early on that schedule. Um, yeah, you, um, you, you brought up, by the way, uh, just one more TV recommendation for you. History just came out with a new docuseries on the world wars. Totally worth your time. All right. I'm, I'm on it. You know me. I, that, yeah. That's right. My wheelhouse. Yeah. I knew it would be. I forgot to tell you that earlier. And then the last question I had, uh, this is one of our favorite times of the year. I'm going to miss, um, I'm going to miss WrestleMania in front of 120,000 people or whatever. Have you and the boys been keeping up on, um, the, the WrestleMania that's coming up this weekend? Listen, Chris, let me tell you this, and you would appreciate this better than anybody that. So I, I didn't even realize that there's, there's WWW, uh, the WWE.com. Okay. And you can get on and you right now there's a 30 day free subscription and you can go back and you can, for free, you can watch all the summer slams, all the WrestleManias, all the, every main event for like the last 20 years. So, so one of the huge pauses that me and the boys now, now, this has caused this has caused some some heartfelt matches between Rudy and Rocco. But what 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 we've been able to do is go back. We just we we've had a great time. The the evolution of the Undertaker, the Ultimate oh, yeah. Warrior. This has been some great teaching moments, to be honest with you, in in our WWF slash WWE fanhood. So. Um, you know, we've been really spending a lot more of our time in the past than, than well, in the present. That's good because it, it sucks right now. Like there's yeah. certain things like I could, I could easily turn on, like I'm a Braves fan, right? I could easily turn on a Braves game with no crowd and I could enjoy it. Like it really wouldn't even phase me. Uh, right. I even think I could watch the NBA playoffs if they're playing like a small arena and we're miking up these guys. Like, I think it could be very entertaining as long as they're, you know, playing, playing hard and doing all that stuff. The yep. one, the WWE with no crowd does not translate. <laughs> Have you yeah. seen it at all? I haven't oh, seen it horrible. at all. It's horrible. Yeah. Well, listen, you got to, I'm, I'm doing a sponsorship right now for WWE.com, <laughs> man. You can 30 day trial. I, I, I'm giving, I should get some, I should get some proceeds from this, but, uh, yeah, the WWE.com um, deal, but I'm telling you that we've been working through our history lessons on that, so that it's been it's been good stuff. Are they? Uh, st- do they tend to lean Undertaker, Triple H, Stone Cold, or The Rock? I mean, those were the. And I guess Shawn Michaels. You had to just throw DX together. Where do your boys lean? Well, my, my guy Rudy, he's 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 kind of like the pretty boy. He kind of he likes the, the rock, but okay. my guy Rocco, he's total stone cold man. So so <laughs> he, that's my he's ready to rock and roll for sure. Man, it sounds like you guys are uh, doing okay over at the Campbell House. Then we're just playing basketball, doing some fishing, and uh, watching WWE Network. That's a yeah, yeah, perfect, no perfect quarantine right there. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's been good. It's been good and. And like I said, I, I, I know the reality of it is that I know our, our community and, you know, the people listening, you know, a lot of people going through a, a lot right now. And, and certainly from my end, 
you know, our hearts and prayers go out to everybody. And, and, and the reality of it is I, I know there's tough times and tough times ahead, but I, I know we'll get through it. And I know what we've got the courage in the society and, you know, there's no place I'd rather be than here to be able to, to get through tough times. Well said. Thank you for your time, my friend. All right, Chris. Thanks so much for having me.